Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your coworkers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends, so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply great expectations. Great expectations. Think about how our lives are governed by what we expect. If we expect it to rain outside, then we're going to carry an umbrella. If we think it's going to be sunny, we'll wear warmer clothes. If we're expecting company over for dinner, we're going to prepare more food. Everything is governed by what we are expecting. And in this Christian life, my friends, expectations also play a role because those who expect deliverance get delivered. Those who expect God to move, see God moving. And those who don't, don't see those things or experience the things that they should. You remember the Bible says in Psalm 62 and 5, my soul waits only upon God. My expectation is from him. Then remember Abraham in Romans 4 and 21, they talked about how he was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. He expected deliverance. He expected miracles and everything is based on what we expect. Well, there is a way a formula, as it were, to really hone in on mastering our expectations. I like to call it the SRT formula, speech, reach, and teach. That S reminds us of the importance of our speech. You see, our words always reflect what we expect. It happens in everything we do. If if we're expecting greatness, our words are going to reflect that. If we're expecting something to happen, our words are going to reflect that. If we say all the time, rather than we might, but we will, That's reflective of what we're expecting. Our speech determines our mindset. We can create a self-fulfilling prophecy with our words. There was a research study conducted by a man by the name of Robert K. Merton. He coined the phrase self-fulfilling prophecy, which simply means that repeating words, phrases, and statements will actually make them come into reality. In other words, tell a child how handsome or brave he is and those traits will manifest. Tell him the opposite and his confidence will gradually erode. What words are you speaking? Whatever the answer, the impact will be felt one way or another. Remember, the Bible tells us in Colossians 4 and 6 that we should let our speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, so that we may know how to answer every man. Then Titus 2 and 8 says we should have sound speech that cannot be condemned. You remember back in the Bible when the woman in the book of of 1 Kings had a child who died and the prophet says, "Is is everything okay? And she said, all is well. She fully expected her son to be revived. And you think about it, the, the uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fully expected to be delivered from the fiery furnace. Yes, my friends and neighbors, our speech will tell us what we expect. Let's talk victory today. Let's talk exceptional wins today. Let's re- realize that we're fulfilling a prophecy. Every time we speak it, we make it come to pass. Our daily declarations make a difference. Looking up the healing scriptures and, and confessing that healing, confessing that deliverance, confessing that financial breakthrough. Yes, my friends, our speech is important. Also, our reach. That's the R. You see, what we thrive to achieve is based on our expectations.
students. The student who has a shot at becoming valedictorian is going to study just a bit harder than the one who's only interested in maintaining a C average. Our reach is determined by what we expect. The athlete that expects to make the Olympics trains harder than the one who does not. How do we impact our reach? First of all, we've got to recognize our potential. Did you know that the human brain can store more than one million gigabytes of memory. That's more than any supercomputer on the planet. Every one of us has unique talents and abilities that are unlike any person that God ever created. So first, we've got to recognize our potential. Then we've got to realize we're essential. You see, someone needs us. Our role is important, even in the animal kingdom. Every single animal has a role. There's a role for the mosquito. There's a role for the buzzard. There's a role for the lion. There's a role for the bear. And we've got a role as well. Imagine if the cook at your favorite restaurant also had to be the host, the waiter, the cashier, the busboy, and the valet. You probably wouldn't call it your favorite place to eat for very long because very little would get accomplished. That's the reason why it's important for us to reach. Remember Paul reached in, in, in Philippians 4, uh, 3 and 14. He says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Then in 1 Corinthians 9 and 25, the Bible says, and every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things things. Then we discover in Hebrews 12 and 1 that we've got a great crowd of cloud of witnesses watching us. So we must lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us and run with patience the race that's set before us. Yes, my friends and neighbors, what are you reaching for? Are you reaching for that great business opportunity? Are you reaching for that excellent marriage? Are you reaching for those wonderful children that are going to exceed your expectations? Are you reaching to be the best that you can possibly be? Don't stop reaching my friends and neighbors. And last but not least, don't stop teaching. You see, great expectations will lead to great preparation. Taking the time to train others prove that you believe in them and what they can accomplish. You remember the Bible says we believe, therefore we have spoken. And, 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 and yes, my friends, we teach because of what we believe. Every single day, you're talking about people that are going to teach the word of God. Like the Bible says in Matthew 28 and 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Who are you teaching? One thing, my friends and neighbors, our examples are saying a whole lot more even than our words. We can teach people just by having that excellent example, knowing that God will deliver, knowing that he'll set free, praising him consistently, rejoicing evermore, and praying without ceasing. Yes, my friends, we can teach with our actions as well as with our words. Every day we have the opportunity to grow someone, to impact someone, to empower someone, to enlighten someone. I challenge you, my friends and neighbors, to take on your teaching mantle. Take that responsibility of whatever you know sharing it with someone who doesn't know quite as much and then we can win every time that's all the time of yours i'm going to take today my friends and until we talk again on tomorrow god bless you god bless your families and embrace the new and improving you